0: To another episode of TCG live talk this is X uh, and currently it is the 14th of February aka Valentine's Day which is fitting because I'm all alone today uh, Zeno uh, Zeno was not feeling well on the day we were supposed to do the live stream and since there's also Super Bowl Sunday uh it just didn't seem well right just like trying to force him to to do it so we're just gonna do like a solo episode. I haven't really done one of these in like a long time, so I apologize for my rust. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you stream. It's like, yeah, well, I stream, but I don't really stream, you know. And like, anyway, <laughs> uh, to today we kind of have like really like, three things here. Uh, I have like a small rant, and then I've got some like updates on where where the uh where the uh, podcast is gonna go, and like a small update on where my YouTube channel is gonna go, because that's. Prior, that's what I'm probably going to prioritize from. Not, I mean, in terms of like my stream besides Twitch and like YouTube, like that's YouTube is probably going to be like my main priority. So that that doesn't mean like the podcast is going to be like thrown away. More so, just I'd I'd want to start doing more more actual like hard content, getting that channel up done, which you can get to at uh, YouTube.com/slash By the way. I, t- I appreciate, you. <laughs> I appreciate the follow there, but, uh, so, you know, I, I think pretty much the kind of, is like, I want this to also be short, too, because I don't really have much to say. There was kind of, like, very really light news on the, on the TCG news front, so, um, we're gonna begin with kind of, I'm gonna kind of talk about with, uh, Vanguard here, because that's my main game, that's what I kind of like doing, um, it's about the lyrical monsterio set, and kind of like how I've seen people's opinions on set B throughout the whole, yeah, throughout the whole reveal season, and that's basically uh non-existent because everyone is basically in a consensus that this set is this set sucks. <laughs> I I don't want to you know not to be blunt, but like that's kind of it. it. Is like the set is not set's not good, and. It's weird because it's usually like people are like, oh man, it's BT. There's usually like something busted in here that's going to like change the game. But like if you, as you, uh, you know, but as you look at the cards and like the quality of what they do and how they support the archetypes, there's very few cards in the set that really just change it. I think like only like Willistia, Kyrie, and Alestia Got bus, which is ironic because they're the I'd argue like three, three of the four worst. Like I say, they're like the out of the original like five. Sorry, out of the original five, those are like the three worst. Well, yeah, I say that right. uh out of the three six. That's right. I'm, I keep I keep forgetting Earth Connect exists. I'm sorry. Like out of the original six, like right lines, which were Kyrie and the five from the main set. Those are those three getting buffs are, were, you know, were part of the like the worst ones from the last set. Which normally I'd be like, hey, you know, that's a good that's a good thing, right? It's like you're not only supporting the stronger archetypes, but you're buffing the the young the uh the weaker ones, and that'd be good. But I feel like. Because they also added two new ride lines, and we'll get to the powerful one, which we know, because at the time of this recording, like the the other one is uh hasn't been revealed yet, so that could actually be a, a set changer. But from the revealed ones already, while those do hold those decks, I feel like they still need more. I feel like they still need more, and nothing about them is like really like said like oh. This is going to change the game. Oh, Kyrie Great 4 is going to save this deck. Which is still, I'm not saying they're not good. I'm saying there's not a card that just says, yeah, that's the one I want. That's the one I need in my deck. That's the card that is powerful. It's a 4 of. It's going to change the game. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need multiple cards that like, combine together, really become a powerhouse engine. Take a look at Time Leap. Timely wasn't just Melum, wasn't just TikTok Worker, wasn't just, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Gray Two, you know, wasn't just a stand. It was all four together that made such a powerful engine. And it was hard to re- realize, to figure out where to actually hit him. And, you know, I haven't really seen anything from this set that made an, makes an, either like a really, really powerful card or an engine similar to this which kind of comes to my other things, like, this set is boring. <laughs> it feels, just from a glance, it feels really boring. And I think it would, you know, it feels boring for, I would feel, you know, I'm a, I like Lyrical Monsterio, but my own, my main and currently only deck for Lyrical Monsterio is Felty Rosa. So, I, I feel like I haven't really gotten any, like, buffs to our stuff yet. It feels like our stuff is still missing, so I'm still waiting. But outside of that, like it, it feels if it's boring to a uh, people who like actually play Lyrical Monsterio. I can only imagine like non Lyrical Monsterio players, especially after uh, V Clan Collection came and went, and then you're having to like and then you only get reveals of this, and they're all not interesting, right? At the very least, like if you're not playing them own this season feels like nothing's happening. It feels like there wasn't a set coming out, honestly. Because at the very least, like people were like, Oh man, I hate Bermuda Triangle because they always get busted stuff, which they always never did, let's be real. They were only upset because um all these recent stuff there is a so recency bias. They were really just mad that it was just you were getting beat by idols waifu idols that's really it <laughs> that's primarily it they don't, they just don't like that deck but I, I digress that's a topic for another day but so it's like you're going to the set and you're like an, a deck you a clan you don't like or a nation this time is getting support and no one gives a f- no one gives a damn you're probably like what the hell is happening you you probably like, either what is happening or you are like okay cool I don't really have to care. Which is also a problem, but... That's the topic for when I have Zeno back, so... I'll just leave it at that. But... To me, my my theory is... And it's basically more or less confirmed as this set has been going on. is This set was rushed out the door. Because if you don't remember, when... Uh, Lyrical Monster 1 originally released, Mori, who was our then bang, producer, like I think a week or two after its original release date, said, Hey, we've decided. Now, Greg, I also forget the mention of, he also talked about like the uh, one, one like Bermuda Triangle slash Lyrical Monster support wave a year. And I think people were like, Hey, can you. Can you not do that? can you help? It's like and a lot of factors came into just saying, okay, from this point onward, Lyrical Monster is getting actually like, two supports two support sets two support waves a year. And by doing so, because of like demand and whatnot, I I think they, they made the right choice overall. It just sucks that the first set feels like it was rushed out the gate which it is because of that original announcement they said okay well the lyrical monsterio set two is now in production we're also reprinting set one because everyone wanted it at the time so there there's a lot of factors that went into the set just kind of being and it's overused but being mid so when a set is actually just not doesn't feel impactful and it's part of a archetype, like, oh, it as is popular, but not popular at this point. It's very much just, it very much feels like, it feels like a wasted like time frame where you could be doing anything else, especially since we don't have currently any terms to go by or um, anything. And it's like the set format, especially after how. Probably like how like really like powerful like set four was. Now, it's kind of like one of those rarities because set five, and then two collab sets, and then the premium selection and the festival collection. All that is gonna come like winning like a, I would say, like a a two three month span. That's gonna be interesting, and that's gonna like probably like we're just probably have like a a current feeling of like. This doesn't feel fun doesn't feel right right so it's like we're kind of like a weird lull as a community right now but i could definitely be like oh well eventually we will get to a, a point in which everything will be fine and whatnot but it's like for now it just feels like it honestly does feel like the weakest d series set and it doesn't it feel like it doesn't feel like enjoyable to really watch you know and it's totally not the bias of me being a Felty Rosa player with no Felty Rosa cards that are actually worth putting in the Felty Rosa deck. No. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I'm just joking. Um Yeah, that's that's pretty much my rant. Um, on to like the next thing. Um the the podcast, like the kind of the state of the podcast right right now. Um so to kinda of talk about uh, first I first wanna kinda of talk about uh some of the news that was going on with the community and that's more so Going to uh, drive check now if you don't know uh drive check is a podcast hosted by will he's a a a player in the community and he's also part of like the pokemon podcast for the biggest one in in the entire podcast like it's super effective he runs he ran i guess you could say drive check for six years with him and cole and their first co-host Jack but now uh they also they took up Allen and had had them and it's been 6 years and they kind of and they announced like about a couple weeks ago that they'd officially uh stop they would, they would stop doing drive check uh at the very least for now going on an indefinite hiatus and you know the and you know they they kind of explained some of the reasons uh you can go listen to Started like the last two shows to kind of get that information. Um, but they explained their reasons, and they kind of was like, Well, and you know, there's some reasons they explain, some they don't. I think you could be obvious if you've been listening for like the past year or so, uh, some of the reasons just by understanding it. And at the end of the day, I first off, like, that was that, that that podcast was like that. Um, PKM cast, a a lot of podcasts I listen to, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to start uh, doing a podcast. So this is why TCG Live Talks even exists, even though this isn't a live talk right now, but (laughs) semantics. But when that news came, it hit me because I'm like, dang, I just lost one of my favorite shows to kind of listen to. And I kind of I get why. I get why with the reasons they put out, uh, did so. It's kind of like so. I kind of want to go back and reiterate what I want to do with this podcast. So, with TCG Live Talks, I always want to just be about trading cards, trading card games, and the news surrounding it. I never want to just be stuck to one game at a time because doing Vanguard isn't really like value doing Yu-Gi-Oh! doesn't feel right when I've not really been knees deep in the game sometime. I'm not really a competitive player like that. So it just feels weird to do it. Same with Magic. um, But like, I still want to talk about those games because I'm still interested in those games. I've just never been as hardcore as it was. Or at all, really. So that's why I made the decision to start this up was we're talking about card games in general. There might be some bias towards Vanguard in terms of news because we have, uh, a co- I'm part of we're part of a community that really follows Vanguard and its news. But outside of that, we we do stuff besides Vanguard, right? We do Magic news, we do Build Divide stuff, we do, uh, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, you know. I feel like I feel like even then though. We're not really branching out to other, like, games, right? I think that's probably because, like, I'm not really a fan of Digimon. So not having Digimon news on the podcast might be an issue or, you know, Zeno. Zeno's very connected to, like, Japanese CCGs. I'm not. So I probably I pretty much need to get the info from him, which if he would put in the docket, we could actually, like, talk about it more. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. He's 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 been more busier recently, so obviously like I won't be too upset with him. Um But when I So basically that's why I did it. Another thing is to also prevent burnout. Because if you're just talking about one card game for a long time and there's no real news and you don't wanna do uh a, a bunch of like topical stuff completely all the time about that specific sort of game, it's very hard to just swerve and change directions. So that's why I said, "Hey, um, let's just do." That's why I said, "Let's just do a overall general TCG podcast." That way, it gives more leniency and leeway to actually doing stuff in the future without feeling like I'm just, you know, like we're just trying to run in circles over probably just being a regular Vanguard podcast. Or a Yu Gi Oh podcast. We were just stuck talking about Yu Gi Oh all the time. That's why. Also, the third decision was to make it also for burnout was to make it every other week. Because, well, it is not like video games where we just talk about video games constantly, constantly, like something like a castle super. bit my tongue. Like a castle super beast or a. Gaming the industry, or um, Big Think Dimension, you know those podcasts like that where they talk about video games in general. Where did I go? Where did I go with this? But okay, I, I feel like I lost where I was trying to go. But uh, what I'm trying to say is like doing it every other week also allows us to kind of like flex our schedules a bit, so we're not just constantly doing a podcast every week. So, we can actually have lives on like Saturday afternoons for time. Be like, okay, uh, we're doing podcasts this week, but next week I'm free. I could probably go to the club and do whatever I want. I say, I like, don't go to the club and do what I want. <laughs> so, that, that that's one of the reasons why I did every other week. Also, because or, uh, that's why I was trying to go with the uh, the, uh Cal Surrey Beast thing, was because. The TCG landscape doesn't have a bunch of news flowing in left and right. Like, say, uh, you get Activision Blizzard updates or uh, news from your upcoming favorite game. You don't. We don't have that, really, because they always want to try and reveal stuff at different times. For example, Yu-Gi-Oh! will just reveal whatever it wants, whenever it wants. We don't have, like, a set date. As opposed to, like, Bushy Road, which they have, like, set dates for actual news. So, you know, it's it's definitely, like, there's different days and different ways they all release news. So, that gives us more time to kind of gather up that news and put it together. I'd say that's probably a better idea overall to me, and I'd rather take that. Um, again, I still want the podcast to talk about news, but... I also want to try and, like, find ways to add more discussions. I also want to, like, eventually kind of, like, bring in guests. But that's kind of, like, weird considering, like, we do it, like, at 6.30 at night. So it's, like, you know, we can't get your psalms and your different fights. And I'm guessing, like, either other uh, YouTubers or TCG YouTubers are probably, like, doing stuff with their own life at the time. So... I'd say, like, if we do, like, episodes like that, of, like, interviews, it'd probably be, like, kind of, like side stuff, I'm gonna be honest. But for the most part, I do want us to start doing more natural discussions, especially for, like, weeks when we don't have uh much, like, news, like, right now. <laughs> It originally was supposed to be, like, a giant, like, grab bag of stuff. Like, what we be talking about, what we're doing, how we're playing, whatnot. That was the original idea for this episode. But, unfortunately, like you said, like I said in the beginning, that wasn't possible. So, overall, like, TC Live Talks isn't going anywhere. I'm just trying to say that again, just to make sure anyone was concerned. Um, I, I'm i just reiterating why I want this podcast to do the way it does. Um, and... What not? And I'd say this like at this point, if you're not really like about like my YouTube channel specifically, uh you can just kinda turn off here. This is just like a little small update for people on my end. Um I'll probably do this like a separate thing, but like um so kinda like my personal things, uh I- I've I've gone through a lot in like the back half of twenty twenty one. Like the fact that I can even still do this podcast is still like a miracle to me, so I'm I'm thankful for that that we're still able to do this. But very frankly, like my situation kind of is like very very weird. If you know, you know. I'm not really gonna iterate that. It's not really the time here. Um. So, but I actually do want to start doing some box openings eventually. Like once I'm able to uh, to get my situation settled. And be able to like have a bunch of uh, a big more a big more uh, a bunch of more income coming in, and like actually do like s- openings for channel openings for um, openings for just in general, like you know set four released this week of Vanguard, and I didn't and I still don't have a single product of set three. Heck, set two was a struggle. That's how, like, weird my situation has been. So, that's... That's another thing. So, um... I do, however, have one thing. And that is, like... I want to eventually get to... Download... Uh, downloading... Um... Get to actually, uh... Do an opening of these like Logic trial decks I've had. They're, I've had, like, two that I haven't, like, really opened. So, I want to actually open those and just have, like, an episode... Where we just talk about, like, Luck and Logic and just chill and look at the cards... And kind of just talk about it, right? I think that I think that'd be fine. Just have like discussions about trading card games that've faded away that I did play, and kind of like, just reminisce on my ideas, right? I know there's one I want to do on Kaijudo, but that's pretty much going to be just a Duel Masters episode. Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I might talk about this TV show, but um, so a long-term project which I have, which I'm going to try and. Don't quote me on this, but I'm gonna try and attempt to have it done either at the end of this month or sometime early in March, and that is like part one of a retrospective of Carver Vanguard re series, and specifically is anime. Cause honestly, there's not been like a bunch of like anime discussions about Vanguard outside of like Reddit or twitter and whatnot there's not very there's very rarely any channels that talk about the anime there's a couple that do right i know asterisk they do it i know kevin jones he does it and you know occasionally different fight depending on like what mood he is in and like what he thinks it's like okay i can talk about the anime here because it could be a good way to get some information in you know, but other than that, there's really rarely anyone who does. Oh, yeah, and Gleaming Garmore, they also do like anime reviews too. I, I'm I forgot about them. I'm sorry. Um, so that that's kind of my plan. Um, the current state is uh to do like the first eleven episodes, which cover the original introduction and then the Aichi murikawa fight and uh the Team NWO arc, which is, you know, for those of you who don't know, is it actually anime original, compared to the, the manga, which the V-series anime was adap- adapting at the time, so it's, it's gonna be very interesting to kind of, like, look at it, especially since there's so many, like, characters that didn't appear in the manga that came in this specific arc, and how they, like, relate, and kind of, like, how characters were changed, and whatnot, so, that's gonna be interesting, um, Another thing is, like, my entire reasoning for it was, if you if you see my channel, like, there's a video on the very old part of the channel, like, probably one of the first three videos, in which it's five hours long, and it's me with a, with another like content creator, I haven't talked to him in a while, but a uh, indecisive Dauntless. We talked about uh, a video from another content creator who did a retrospective of copyright vanguard. And, you know, you can go listen to that there. I'm I'm mostly, like, after, like, looking back, I'm not really proud of what I said in that. I'm not really happy with what I did. But I think my feelings haven't really changed. Just how I, I wish I worded it in a less toxic manner, I guess you could say. But I think this is why um I want to do this retrospective was because when he got to his V-series stuff... And, you know, this is after going through his G uh, discussion, which that was pretty much most of the video. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) uh, When going to. mm, Excuse me. uh, When going to his V stuff, he, he didn't really talk about V. And at this point, when he released it, F was just starting to air. So he never really talked about any of the, he never really discussed v in a way that was like positive or negative he was more like blank here i don't like this and like this moment right here was like okay i'm done if you know you know what moment it is you know so he kind of like left v out and so far like outside of like again different fights one video about one or two videos about v series there hasn't been really talked about the v series anime from a from a more analytical spec uh standpoint. So I said, hey, why not? Why not me? Why not me just make my own content? I've I've always been like I've always been like, why isn't anyone talking about this? Why isn't my favorite YouTuber talking about this? And, you know, I heard this best from a a uh excuse me, a Ruby tuber, you know, they talked about this and they were saying, you know, no one wasn't talking about some of these things I had issues or praises or whatnot so i just did it myself and that's what i think you should do as a person right i'm literally like listening like listen if you're listening to me at this point first off thank you for listening but secondly um i'm literally working with a a blue yeti nano in an audacity setting and open source video editor. That's literally all I've been working with when making all these videos for the past two, two to three months, right? That's why like I haven't gone as hard as I can on the progression series. That's why some of those editing mistakes are still there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's why like some audio I'm not really like, I'm not really like, great with audio, but I'm trying and I'm doing it because I want to actually make content. I'm tired of just waiting for somebody to talk about it when they're not going to talk about it because they have other things they could do that'd be much more interesting so i'm like i'll take that i'll take that up i'll take that up and why not so that's why i'm doing this be retrospective again it'll be out hopefully the first part will be out hopefully sometime at the end of this month or next month uh so please be on the lookout for that i'm still gonna do other like stuff so that's gonna be a thing um speaking of other stuff uh please watch the uh, podcast regression series like i know that first episode was very very weird and believe me it was tough because it was also like my first like official like time using open shot it was also like my first time editing etc cetera, etc cetera. but like i've i feel like i have gotten better and continue to try and get better so i asked like you know please if you can just watch the podcast progression series. At the very least, give the other episodes a shot. It's okay if you were just waiting for another era. That's fine. I just say, you know, give us a shot and watch me and Zeno uh, deal emotional damage to each other. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, that's one more thing. Uh, for, like, my f- the people who are, like, wanting the fighting game stuff, uh, Phantom Breaker Omnia uh, just released a demo, so I'm probably going to go go like after this record a like, video on on that and be like okay uh, here's what's going on so kind of what's going on try that um, anyway I think that's pretty much it for the time um, Zeno will be back next time and you know we'll have more news to discuss uh, that podcast will be like the week of the 28th and uh, pretty much that's it uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, X. you can find Zeno at a uh, xenoborg vt um we have our respective uh youtube channels and our twitch channels uh, zenos is zenny vt which i keep forgetting he wants to be called zenny now but he still he still makes for life of living hell in that prog series so i'm still not gonna say it <laughs> uh you know but regardless uh regardless uh thank you all for tuning in um be sure to also follow the podcast on a uh, TCG Live Talks on Twitter. We are we are also on a uh, Anchor, Spotify, and uh, Google Podcasts right now, and uh, pretty much it. I appreciate it for for listening to a uh, a crazy man ramble for thirty minutes about uh card games and whatnot on on Valentine's Day. I'm also a bad uh, Content creator because i don't have a valentine's day special episode to come through so uh, yeah thank you all for tuning in i i hope i hope you all have a good valentine's day and a good rest of your week and you know be careful and y'all have a nice time Bye bye